Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Sibling Chivalry. I know I've been gone for a while, um, just dealing with a, a certain period of time that is very hard for me emotionally now, uh, pretty much October through end of January um, is kind of the period of time where uh, I started to lose my brother. So it's a difficult time for me, but uh, we've made it through. Uh, we've processed emotions and we're feeling good. Uh, so I figured that I would get another episode up. Um, I'd never in a million years thought that I would be recording myself and putting it out there for anyone to listen to. Uh, first off, I absolutely hate the sound of my voice. Uh, my mom's from Iowa. My dad's from Oklahoma. Uh, so depending on the mood I'm in, I'm either sound like I'm from up north or I'm from down south. Um, sometimes you get a mixture of both. It just depends. Um, I also never thought that I would be okay talking about the loss of my brother openly, but here we are. Um, it is my greatest hope and wish that this podcast um, and its episodes help people. Trust me, I don't just record these so that I can hear the sound of my own voice. Uh, there are people out there right now who are going through exactly what I went through two years ago. Uh, they're hurting, they're grieving, and they don't see how they're ever going to be able to start to move on with their lives. This podcast is to show you that there is hope for a brighter tomorrow. The pain does ease over time. You may feel crippled by it now, but you will walk again. Uh, January 27th of this year marked two years since my brother passed away. It's crazy how time continues to fly by, giving no concern for you and your grief. It's hard to believe that it's been two years, honestly. We spent this anniversary like we did the other ones. Um, we watched home videos. We looked at pictures. We did little projects. Um, this year, we attempted to put together a Winnie the Pooh puzzle, which we did not successfully finish that day. Um, and we watched, like I said, we, we watched home movies. Um, we put together a Lego Winnie the Pooh house. Um and, uh, you know, we laughed and we cried and remembered all of the good times and the worst times. Uh, one video in particular that always gets a lot of laughs um, was one of him going to school. Um, so when he was younger and we were living in Oklahoma, um, like the school bus would come and pick him up and take him to school. Um, and my mom went to school that day. She followed in her car and filmed him getting off the school bus. Like they helped him walk down the stairs. Um, he's got his backpack on and everything. And then... She just films him. He just like walks in the front of the school, goes straight to his classroom. Like he knows exactly where he's going. Um, and then whenever it was time to go sit in a class with the normal functioning kids, like whether it was like an English class or something, can't remember what it was exactly. Um, he would, he would walk there too. He knew exactly where he was supposed to go. Um, and his teacher would follow him to make sure that he didn't get distracted by anything. Um, this time on this, in this particular video, he does get distracted and goes into the library on the way back from being in that classroom and his teacher, Mrs. Blevins, um, who was wonderful. Uh, she was so great with Aaron. She scolded him and tells him to go, um, which doesn't make him happy. Um, and unfortunately on the way back, um, he had to climb stairs, which are definitely not his favorite thing. Um, there were, I think two or three small sections of stairs 
Um, he made it up the first set, but he did not want to do the second set. Like he kept looking back at Miss Blevins, like, I don't want to do this. And she kept like pointing at the stairs and telling him to go. Um, he finally did. He climbed up the stairs. And as soon as he got to the top of the stairs, like he was, he was whining and everything the whole entire time he was going up the stairs. And when he finally got to the top of the stairs, he just took off like a shot, like on his tiptoes, walking as fast as he can, hands up in the air, throwing a tantrum. And he was done. Um, every time we watched that video, we laughed so hard. Um, he was a stubborn kid for sure. Um, but that was just part of what made Aaron Aaron. Uh, within the last few months, we celebrated his second birthday also since he passed. Um, we painted river rocks. Um, my parents want to do like a 3D kind of diorama in the backyard of like Pooh's house in the tree and the bridge over the water where they play Pooh sticks. And so we painted, um, we painted some river rocks. Uh, we ate some of his favorite foods. Uh, he can't, he loved, he loved to eat. I mean, it was one of his favorite things to do. So it was really sad whenever he did go on tube feeds when we had to stop doing that. Cause it was like one of the last things that he really enjoyed. Some of his favorites were chocolate pudding and he loved mac and cheese, uh, blueberry muffins, mashed potatoes and gravy, uh, spaghetti. Uh, we, we have so many pictures of where he would just, get the spaghetti all over his face and his hair and his hands, like everywhere. And then he would get a bath right after. Um, we watched one of his favorite movies, I think for his birthday this year, we might've done Mary Poppins. Um, I know on the anniversary of his passing this year, we watched uh, Pooh's Grand Adventure. Um, and that one, that one's always a rough one, but he loved, he loved Disney. He loved the older Disney too. He wasn't a fan so much of like the newer stuff. You had to really kind of make him watch it, but he loved the old stuff. Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King, all of those. He absolutely loved those. Um, you know, I have so many pictures of him and videos on my phone. Um, some of them are happy and filled with joy and he's just having a great time. Others show the absolute ugly sickness that just ultimately took him away from us. Um, I have videos of his last days, uh, photos that just show how quickly his appearance changed in those last few days, his face changed so drastically and it still blows my mind how quickly he changed physically. Um, I still have the video that I took of him in the early hours of the morning of the day that he passed. Um, his breathing was so sporadic. It was shallow. It was quick. Um, you could just tell that his body was just worn out, so tired. He was, you could tell he was at the end, it, it, that he just, he couldn't last very much longer. Um, and then you can go back a few years in videos and he's laughing and yelling because he's so happy that you put in Mary Poppins for the umpteenth time and he's just the happiest kid. Um I have countless pictures of him in the hospital bed while the doctors are trying to figure out what's wrong. Um, there are videos where we're doing everything in our power to try and get a smile out of him, but he was just in so much pain that day that no matter what you did, you just couldn't get him to smile. Those smiles were so rare in those last weeks too. It was like anytime we got one, you know, we tried to get a video of it or a picture of it because we knew that we weren't going to have very many more of those and you treasured them all the more when they happened in those last few months. I guess 
that is my biggest challenge to all of you listening. Find those moments, the happy ones. Cling to them. Um, They will help you through. They might bring tears along with them, but ultimately crying is part of the healing process. We have to allow ourselves to hurt and to feel that hurt. If we keep it bottled up inside, it's going to seep into every aspect of our lives. Um, I let that happen to me. I, um, I switched off emotion to help my parents get through the worst week of their lives, but I never turned it back on. I, I hid the grief. I didn't want to feel it. Um, I hid it until I felt numb. I figured that being numb was better than hurting. That being numb would just help me get through every day. Um, I shut people out. Um, my partner Tanner wanted to help, but I didn't want to drag him into my grief. Um, he was already kind of struggling with it on his own. I figured it's better this way. I've never been more wrong in my life. Um, once I realized this and started to process the grief, it got a lot easier. Uh, I wasn't alone anymore. The waves of emotion hit me so hard sometimes. Sometimes I didn't feel like I would ever surface. The depression got so deep, there was a time that I didn't want to surface. It hurt so much that it was unbearable. Thankfully, through the support of friends and family, I surfaced and gasped for that sweet air of relief that awaited me. I'm so grateful for the network of people in my life who who didn't give up on me, who didn't stop bothering me with, you know, are you okay how are you doing today? They they wouldn't leave me alone, um, which in the moment was annoying. But now looking back on it, I'm so glad that they didn't they didn't stop asking. Um, you know, they they checked on me. They they let me yell and scream and cry and curse until I felt better. Um, just letting it out in any way that I can. Um. Sadly, there's always going to be an anniversary of his death. There's always going to be his birthday every year when he's not here. And I don't get to hug him and kiss him and tell him happy birthday. Every year is a tiny bit easier. However, I still have days where I see or hear something that reminds me of him and it makes me cry. Um, One time last year, we went to the zoo with some friends And we were walking and in front of me, there was this little boy walking and he walked just like Aaron did on his tiptoes. And he was carrying a a Woody from Toy Story, which was one of the toys that my brother had that he absolutely loved. And I just started crying right in the middle of the zoo. You know, so it's things like that. Those things are always going to happen. And I'm always going to cry when those things happen. Um, But having that moment, it helps me process that moment and move past that moment. And that's the important thing. Um, through my experiences in losing my brother, if there is any advice I could pass along, it would be two things. Um, stay strong and lean on others. Um, now staying strong doesn't mean that you can't express emotion. Um, but be strong in the midst of your emotions. Um, own your emotions. Don't let them own you or they will take you down to a place that will be so hard to escape. Uh, Leaning on others is what helped me out of my dark place. 
the support group that I found on Facebook is full of those who have been through similar experiences. They've been a great network of shoulders to cry on. Um, family and close friends uh, that want to help you, let them. Let them know how you feel. Uh, let them listen. Sometimes just having someone listen and validate that what you're feeling is okay can go a long way in the grieving process. Um, and the grieving process is different for everybody. Um, I was talking to uh, one of the newer members in our Facebook group the other day, and um, it is grief is a very unique thing in that every person experiences grief differently. Every person processes grief differently. Um, there's no timeline for grief. Um, some people, a year after someone's passed, they're, they are feeling great. Um, it still hurts a little bit, but they're able to do everything that they need to do day to day and go to work and, you know, have a life and, and all of that. And there are some people who are two, three, four, sometimes five years out and the grief is still crippling to them. Um, just know that whether you are a year out from the passing of your sibling or five years out from the passing of your sibling, um, don't feel bad, I guess, or that you're doing something the wrong way. Um, if the grief is still so hard to bear sometimes. Um, you're not doing anything wrong. You're not grieving wrong. There's not a wrong way to grieve necessarily. Um, just grieve in your own time. Um, you know, you will get there. I know it doesn't feel like it, but you will get there. Um, I feel like I am finally in a place where I am okay. Um, like I said, I still have those random moments every so often where something will hit me, but for the most part, um, I feel like I'm okay. Um, I feel like I've, I've processed my grief. I've processed the anger and the sadness and the hurt. Um, and I feel like I'm on the other side of it and I count myself very lucky and fortunate that I am on the other side of it. Um, so I hope whoever's listening that no matter where you are in your grief timeline, um, I hope that you do soon feel like you are making progress. Um, I do hope that someday you get to reach the other side of the grieving process and start to feel whole again. Um, obviously we're always going to have that hole where our sibling was, but you will eventually get to a point in your life where you do feel some, some part of you has gotten back to normal. Um, some sense of normalcy in your life. You'll, you'll get there. Just, just don't give up on it. Don't give into it. Um, just continue to process it and work through it and, and you will get there. Um, I am excited to announce that um, I'm going to be starting a new thing with my podcast um, at least once a month for now. Um, through the Facebook group that I'm in, I'm going to be doing live sessions. Um, it's going to be through the Facebook group. So if you're in the Facebook group, that's great. Um, you'll actually be able to participate in these. Um, you can join in, um, live, or you can listen to them later. Um, cause I'm going to be recording them while we're live and then uploading them as special featured episodes of my podcast. So, um, I hope you all will join me as I start this new expansion for the podcast. I'm very excited for it. 
Um, it's just going to kind of be like a forum where people can either ask questions, ask for advice, um, share their grief, share stories about their siblings. Um, just basically a place where we can come together um, and, and talk to each other in real time, discussing real issues and things that we're feeling in the moment. And I'm really hoping um, that we really start to get a lot of participation in it. I'm excited for it. Um, I can't wait to have you guys join me. Um, I've done one-on-ones in the past. Um, the one-on-ones are great, but I would really love to have almost a forum kind of setting really, um, where we just get a lot of people talking, helping each other in the moment. Um, I think it'll be really great. I think it'll help a lot of people. So I'm going to be looking into some new platforms for this as well, trying to figure out um, the best platform to use, the best programs to use for it, to get the best audio quality and all that, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I'm so glad to finally be back and recording. I've missed it. I thank you all for being patient with me uh, while I've processed the emotional time surrounding the anniversary of my brother's passing. Um, I will be doing episodes every other week. Um, so keep an ear out for those. Um, they'll be on all my different platforms that I'm on currently. Um, I did also just add myself to Amazon music so you can find me on there as well. And I'm looking to getting it put on audible as well. So, um, starting to expand the platforms that I on am on. So I'm currently on eight platforms now. Um, so you can check me out on all those different ones. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm excited for the future of this podcast. I'm excited to see it grow. Um, I'm excited for these new live sessions. Like I said, if you're in the Facebook group, please um, come and join me whenever I do them. Um, hopefully I will um, have a day of the week ironed out soon. They will either be in the evenings central time or they'll be on the weekends. Um, but yeah, I, I really hope if you're not a part of the Facebook group and you want to be, it is loss of a sibling with special needs. Um, it is um, created by uh, Catherine Fisher. But let me let me just verify. I'm pretty sure that's, yeah, loss of a special needs sibling. Um, it is a private group, so you'll have to, to ask to join. Um, but we'd love to have you join the group if you're out there and you're listening and you're not a member of it yet, please, please join. It's a great network of people to talk to and bounce ideas off of and ask questions, get advice, get help. And I mean, a lot of people and a lot of people also have a lot of resources, um, that they can get you connected with so that you can get, if you need, um, professional help with dealing with your grief. Um, it's, it's a, it's a great tool and it's a great network of people. Um, but yeah, keep an eye out for that, uh, new episodes every other week. Um, so I will be posting again on the 19th. So keep an ear out for that. Um, but yeah, um, that's all I've got for today. Um, thanks for tuning into sibling chivalry and we will see you next time.